Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Mr. Bid Auctions. Find out more about them at MrBidAuctions.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Brittany Richards with Thrive Credit Union. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. On September 3rd, they're having a virtual coffee talk. Virtual coffee talk. Bring your own coffee. Bring your own coffee. Get in front of your computer. Yep. Fire up Zoom. Mm -hmm. Have a coffee talk. Absolutely. Maybe register before you go so they know you're coming. Well, that's how you get the link to go to Zoom, I guess. Oh, that's true. All right. Anyway. We know how these things work. Who's presenting this coffee talk? (laughs) This will be presented by Dr. Joe from Ball State. What? The TCOM guy? Yes, we love Dr. Joe. He is going to be presenting Understanding Our Preferences. Many have heard or taken the Myers-Briggs Personality Program. I've taken that. Have you? Yep. I couldn't tell you why I am. Oh, I'm an I I don't remember. I'm an ISTJ. This program asks each participant to take the Myers-Briggs test again and bring their four letters in to the virtual coffee talk for a discussion about preferences and how these might impact their life in work, home, and social situations. So you're going to learn a lot about yourself. A lot about yourself. You're going to learn, you will understand why is it important you need some alone time somewhat regularly. I know I do. Oh, I do too. You'll take into account that not all people plan the same way that you do regarding details. Some people don't plan at all. That would make me crazy. Just saying. I like to plan things. You'll get a better understanding of why you might want all five of your senses satisfied while some others have no desire to know much detail. You'll fully take into account coworkers' types and understand how they may function differently than you. I know my coworkers function differently. Hey, that's your also your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your wife who loves to make lists and plan and details. So we're going to find out all about ourselves and how and, to work with others. Yeah, and our coworkers and how we can all get along. So before this coffee talk, you're supposed to go take the Myers-Briggs? I think so. But I okay. believe when you register it will Ooh, probably tell you, you and they might give you a link i don't know i haven't done it but i imagine if i know shaver leadership they will have all they're that. on it they're on it they'll have they're it like all mapped out they like do this for a living they'll they'll make sure you're in the right direction learn more at shaferleadership.com Today in the studio, we have Brittany Richards of Thrive Credit Union. Welcome to the studio. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. I have coffee, so that's always a good start to your day. And you brought us uh, donuts, I believe, right? I brought you coffee cake, so hopefully you're not too disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You brought us something. Nobody brings us anything. Yeah, you can't can't come to a party empty-handed. That's my rule. (laughs) Well, nice. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Now, tell me about your role there at uh, Thrive Credit Union. Yeah, so I am currently the vice president of marketing and branch operations at Thrive. Okay, that's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. And it's, yeah, it's hard to describe everything I do. So essentially, 
I oversee all of our marketing, um, all of our retail operations in the branches. So when you think of everybody that is member facing in our branches, I oversee those departments. Um, And then I'm also over human resources, which kind of goes hand in hand with the people aspect of my job. So, um, but I'm currently actually about, we just are hiring a human resource manager. Oh, nice! So that part of my job kind of gets to not completely go away, but I'll be more so overseeing that department and not doing day to day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. I just need a couple things off my plate um, because marketing is my first love always. Um, I love working with the people at my credit union, but marketing is definitely my first love. Awesome. Well, I've seen your uh, new billboards around town. Those are nice. I like them. Thank you. (laughs) I was really excited. Um, So we feature a local business in every billboard and it's kind of discreetly, but not. So if you look at every billboard around town, there is actually a local business that's featured. Um, And it's either the business owner in the ad or it's a woman who is a mom. Mm -hmm. So we are excited about those ads. Awesome. I like them. Now we met a long time ago. You were at the Muncie... (laughs) Sanitary district, right? Yeah, I think I was, man, maybe like a junior at Ball State. I'm going to say, it was a while ago. ago. It was was (laughs) pre-babies. Yeah. Like pre-real life, the real world. Yeah. So where has your career taken you? Starting there. Yeah. So I went to Ball State. Um, for undergrad. Um, I'm a Muncie native and Ball State was always an option for me. Um, I I tried and tried to get out of Muncie and the universe said, no, you need to be here. (laughs) So I went to Ball State for undergrad and graduated with a degree in advertising. Um, It was in 2008 when the world (laughs) shut down. So it was a struggle to find a job. And so somehow my dad recommended that I meet with Joanne McKinney at the Horizon Convention Center. Mm -hmm. She was an awesome local businesswoman. And even just to talk about some options here locally. So we met and we hit it off and she just didn't have a job available. Mm -hmm. So I went about six months after graduation with no job, went on a ton of interviews and nothing ever panned out. And then one day Joanne gives me a call and says, Hey, we have a part-time job for a marketing assistant. Are you interested? And I said, absolutely. So I started working at the convention center. I was there about six months and then they turned it into a full-time job where I did marketing and I also did event sales and planning. Um, It was a lot of travel and a lot of hours, which was great at the time because I was fresh out of college. I wasn't married at the time and children were not on the horizon. Mm -hmm. So my job was really, really busy. And but with my lifestyle, it was fine. Um, after my husband and I got married and we realized we wanted to have kids, I realized that that job just didn't fit within Mm -hmm. my goals for the next five years. So I started looking and found, I randomly, seriously randomly found this job at a credit union called at the time industrial center, federal credit union and applied for a marketing director position. I had no knowledge in the financial industry at all. From the first interview, I could just tell it was home. It fit with my personality. Um, The CEO at the time and then the manager of operations at the time, we just clicked really well. And I could just tell that's where I needed to be. And so I started there in 2011. 
um, which is crazy. I've been there almost nine years <laughs> and ended up going back to school. I went to Indiana Wesleyan and uh, received my MBA. Oh, okay. Um, so I received my master's after kind of realizing that I really enjoyed the business aspect of it too. And I needed to learn more to like pun intended thrive in the marketing mm-hmm. aspect of it. Cause there's so much business and oh, yeah. um, a lot more analytical stuff that I wanted to kind of like dive into. So after I received my master's, then I started learning more and more about branch operations and management and realized that I really loved that as well. And the funny part is you have to be really creative for that role as well. So I get to use my creative brain Mm -hmm. in branch management, which doesn't seem like you would, but you really and truly do. Anyways, that's kind of where I am now professionally. And I love it. It's it's my home. I hope to be there for a long time. And I love my work family. And I love being able to help people from inside our branches to members in the community. So awesome. Well, it's yeah. important to enjoy what you do and mm-hmm. who you work with because I mean, you're there a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you hate your coworkers or you're like, this is a terrible job, that just makes for a miserable existence. So yeah. And that was the first thing I, I remember like thinking, when I went into that interview, because your first interview after college, you almost are like, I just need a job. You're not like worried about the culture because you really don't have any experience in that. You're not sure what you want in a culture. You're not sure what you want in a work family. And by your second job, you have more insight into that. And so I think that is why I've stayed so long is because I made that a priority. And I knew I wanted, I wanted to work in an environment where family was first And your job was second. Mm -hmm. And I very much found that at Thrive. They make sure that you have an amazing work-life balance. And it's amazing to know, like, I never have to miss my kid's baseball game. Or if my kid starts running a fever at school, I can run and pick them up. So it's it's a really good work-life balance that fits with what I need from a job. So. As a Munsonian, like yeah. you mentioned there, where'd you go to high school at, number one? I went to Muncie Southside. Muncie okay. Southside. Yes. So tell me about living in Muncie and now, I mean, you've been here over, what, 30 years. What, what has been what some are of you, the, 21 uh, years. 21. What are you <laughs> talking about? Right. I mean, <laughs> how old do you think I am, Matt? <laughs> He's dropping his headphones. I'm dropping my Dang headphones it. now. Um, 34 no, years. 34 okay. years? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't... I just know hmm, probably 30 years. But... <laughs> Um, Taking yourself a whole husband. He is. Tell me about the what you've seen change over that time period yeah. of living here. Yeah. I mean, there's been so much change. You look at it from a different perspective, too, when you're just living in the world and then you're raising kids. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys can vouch for that because you look for different things and benefits. And so I think the number one thing, I mean, the downtown, for one, I mean, when I was in high school, you never came downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, there mm-hmm. was nothing there. Kind of, it was a pass through almost. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that just gets me so excited about our community is the downtown of Muncie because there's just so much to do. And I find myself coming downtown because of the cool shops and the restaurants and the entertainment now. I mean, it's a place I want to go to and I don't just pass through it anymore. I think that's really neat. I mean, obviously the schools have changed a ton. I mean, Muncie Southside's closed, which was super sad for me. Um, I'm really proud to come from Muncie Southside. I think, you know, growing up, we kind of got a bad rap. Um, you, You know, I always felt like I came from the wrong side of the tracks a little bit. 
that was not the case at all with the families and kids at that school. There was just such wonderful people and good hearts. And I've seen so many of my classmates that have just gone on to do amazing things in this community that are even downtown business owners. My best friend, Amanda Hughes, owns Forever Young Children's Mm -hmm. Boutique downtown. That's just making this community a better place to live. I have a best friend that's on the Muncie School Board. Um, She's a professor at Ball State. I mean, I think it's It's just really cool to see kind of where we were and to where we are today. I think there's just more light in this community. I feel like there's so many amazing people that are doing really cool things and they want to see this community be successful and be a place where we can raise our families for years. So it gets me excited talking about Muncie because a lot of people, you know, you, I feel like the place you live, you don't necessarily always see it as an attraction or a positive thing but I think there's so much positivity in this community and I mean it makes me excited to raise my kids here so tell us about your family speaking of kids tell us yeah how'd you meet your husband oh so we were high school sweethearts oh we actually met in sixth grade at church camp and we never really saw each other in a romantic way not that you really do when you're 12 but we kind of grew up together we kind of ran in different circles and when we were 17 we were in English class together and he made me laugh all the time and I seriously fell in love with him in English class, which is funny. We we actually had a history class together that year and we got separated because we talked too much. Um, and which is really funny. And we so we started dating. I actually asked him out first because um, I'm just I speak I, my mind. And I asked so, Matt out first, too. Did you see? Well, I'm, yeah. I messaged him on uh, Yahoo personals first. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I wrote him a note in class. Oh, okay. So that was back in the day, yeah, back in the day before we had the well, we had AOL instant messenger. Yeah. So yeah. We, yeah, yeah, that's how we chatted. Is that, yeah, so, you were in like we're, a chat group. Yeah, we're yep. like yeah. People. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I wrote him a note and we ended up going out on a date and we've been together ever since. And so we got married in 2010. So we just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary on July 31st. Yeah. Okay. You got married the same year. We- yeah, oh, did you really? Yeah. Yeah. We got married you- in October. October oh, 10th. Oh, nice. 10, 10, 10. So Matt can never forget. Exactly. That's a good rule of thumb because <laughs> we have forgotten. That's terrible. <laughs> we, ha- we have to. We're like, wait, I think today's our anniversary. Yeah, right. We had our first child together in 2012. Um, we had Mason and he's now eight and he is a third grader at Yorktown Elementary School. And he's our little athlete. He plays on a travel baseball, which we're done after this weekend. So we're on a travel baseball team, travel basketball. He just started playing golf. Pretty much anything you put in the kid's hand, he excels at. He's my little kind-hearted, big-hearted kid that just loves people and loves pleasing people. And he's just a great kid. And then we have Carson. He will be four the end of this month. Um, and he is our like ball of energy, like the kid's crazy. He, <laughs> He's a wild child. <laughs> yeah, he is. So I posted this thing on Facebook yesterday and it was this meme and it essentially said like pretty much like don't get too cocky because your first kid's so easy because then it's just mother nature like tricking you into having a second <laughs> one. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. they come out as um this crazy ninja that doesn't sleep and likes to slap (laughs) and that's (laughs) pretty much Carson um and no he's like this he's so much fun and he he just loves life like that's the best way of explaining it but yeah they're both all boy and they challenge me every day and um, that's why I drink a lot of coffee so I live with all boys and you know it's it's 
definitely um, hard keeping everybody alive every day. That's I, what I would that's say. That's parenting. I, that is parenting. Yeah. You can keep I them mean, alive. You know, you're, you're, you're doing good. Absolutely. <laughs> like we have, we have somebody with a bruise or bleeding every day, but that's just boys. I feel like. So. Well, and Audie is the same way. She'll come to me. She's like, I hurt myself. I'm like, are you bleeding? No. All right. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Like calm down. She, you know, likes to call, climb trees and jump off of the stairs and do it. I'm mm-hmm. like, can we not die? Don't die today, please. Yeah. I don't. It's we're in the middle of Corona. I don't want to take you mm-hmm. to the hospital. Please, everybody just calm down and, right. and don't die. <laughs> and the rest of our kids, they're mostly indoor kids Mm -hmm. uh so this one is a little different that she'll be outside all day every day if you let her and she'll climb the tree and jump off of it i'm like calm down girl i know it's it's great it's fun you love that they're so like full of life and energy but you're like guys i'm 34 like (laughs) i don't have energy for this anymore we're the old parents because we had zoos a little (laughs) later in life and we're like dude i am tired i do not want to swim today yeah i'll watch you that's fine yeah absolutely interesting they're fun though they're fun so I saw it about a year ago or so. You were promoting that you had a blog, and it was called Brittany with an I. So yes. tell everybody about what's the backstory and why why you started blogging. Sure. I actually had cancer when I was five and have battled with my health ever since then. So it's been a lifelong struggle, and you know we don't have enough time for me to tell you everything in this mm-hmm. podcast. But um, the short story is um, I've had about 45 plus surgeries since I've been five years old. I have not had a reoccurrence of cancer, which is amazing, Mm -hmm. but I've had a lot of health issues as a result of the treatment. So when you're five years old, and this was back in 1991, so they were just figuring out how to cure my cancer. They weren't worried about long-term side effects. So I had to deal with them my entire life. In 2015, I actually lost my eye after just dealing with chronic eye pain and lots and lots of health issues. So I actually lost my eye, and so I wear a prosthetic eye now. For so long, I tried to hide my differences. And I think growing up, you know, especially in your teenage years, you just want to fit in. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be different at all. Absolutely. And when you're 16, you're so awkward anyways. Mm -hmm. Let's just throw in the fact that the girl has eye issues on top of it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it just doesn't, like, help anything. And so I've always, always struggled with that. And And I tried so hard not to be the girl with the eye and the girl with the the health issues and I just wanted to be myself after I lost my eye and just I actually went through another huge health struggle after I had Carson in 2017 and after going through all of that there was just something inside of me that said you need to tell your story and you need to help other people I mean they're not going to be able to relate necessarily with losing an eye but everybody has gone through some Mm -hmm. huge obstacle in their life or they've gone through just some really hard times where they just don't feel like there's ever an end in sight or they don't know how to kind of smile through the pain or just live life while you're dealing with it and so I decided I needed to write a blog and just share my story and one day I was driving home and I was thinking of what to name it and I had all these things and my whole life I've had to spell my name um, (laughs) for people because my mom spelled my name B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I and not A-N-Y so like I could never get a keychain from Kings Island it really (laughs) made me mad so I promised my kids I am not spelling your names like weird because I never got that keychain from Kings Island Zuzu Audia is never gonna get never and you just ruined her life (laughs) I know right there I know her middle name is Marie she might maybe okay it's fine no it's fine (laughs) 
No, I'm so teasing, but I always gave my mom a hard time. I'm like, no. why did you have to spell my name that way? I just want a keychain when I go to Kings Island with my friends. And she never like, she didn't really care. I was thinking like, and all the time I'll say, my name's Brittany, but with an I. And so I was driving home one day and I'm like, what's the name of my blog? And it just like hit me in my face. It was like Brittany with an I. But instead of the I, it was E-Y-E because I tried so hard to not be Brittany, the girl with the I. And I felt like, you know what? Like God told me like you're supposed to be Brittany with an I because you can help so many people just find some hope and some, you know, maybe figure out like I'm, I'm a big advocate of humor through your pain. I feel like humor heals so much. And so why not use what you've been through and help other people find humor and find light and just find that like will to keep going no matter what crap they're going through in their life. And so that's kind of how my blog was created. I am doing a terrible job of keeping up with it. So I've written four long blog posts um, since I've launched it. And I feel like I'm more of a quality over quantity kind of girl. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to write unless something like really hits me and I feel like it can help people. And so I think that's where it's been. I have one in the works right now I need to launch. And I just seriously, you guys know with kids and all this Corona corona stuff. Yeah, there's no time. We're just trying to keep everybody alive. We don't have time for Absolutely. (laughs) So I am trying. I try to keep up with my Instagram and I do a lot of like quotes and just like thing positive quotes and just life lessons on mm-hmm. there just to help people I have a lot of friends that follow me that have also lost their eye or uh, maybe they've had a lot of health struggles and so we kind of keep in contact through there as well but yeah so that's pretty much what it is and I've been really blessed to be able to share my story and you know the goal one day is hopefully it can be more than a blog it can be something bigger than that but for right now I I hope it's helping people along the way so Maybe you can start a podcast. Maybe I can That's start. That's what we did. You know what? I'm leaving it to you. I'll just join you every once in a awesome. while. Yeah. I don't need to add one more thing. Yeah. You need more things. To I do. need more things yeah. on my list. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Well, maybe once my kids are graduated and, you know. Will we still have podcasts then? Who knows? I, I have no idea. That's kind of What's... scary to think about. And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions for quick answers. So number one question, what's your favorite artist or band? So I love music and this is a really hard question because I seriously love all music. Um, I pretty much will listen to anything but heavy metal. So, but just like really quick, sorry, I'm trying to make this a lightning round. So Metallica is your favorite band, So Metallica is not my favorite band. (laughs) That's favorite band. No, I. (laughs) Little Ozzy every now and then? Never. I just, I love all, I mean, seriously, I'll sit and listen to like classic stuff, but I just can't go there. But okay, so my favorite right now, I I love Torrin Wells. He's a Christian artist. Lauren Daigle. I love Jonas Brothers. That's like the 16-year-old girl coming out of me. Dolly Parton's probably my favorite person in life. Um, Florida Georgia Line, Bette Midler, Kane Brown, Journey. Those are like those are the top. my go-to. Awesome. Yeah. Well, those are all those are all good ones, I think. Yeah. yeah. Have you listened to the Dolly Parton podcast, Dolly Parton's America? I've not listened it's to her really podcast. Good. It's all yes. about like how she's influenced music and her community, and all. it's really good. So. Yeah. Did yeah. you know she's coming out with a Christmas album this year? That's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm buying it. <laughs> On my list. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. I can't get up early and yeah that's the size of that coffee which is this is my like third cup of coffee I'm not even gonna (laughs) lie to you I like mornings are my kryptonite I agree 
And now our 16-year-old is driving himself to school and has decided that he's grown up enough that he can drink coffee on his own now. And we're like... He's taking half the pot. He's taking half of our coffee. (laughs) What? And half our creamer. And our creamer, too. But we were like, for the first like three days of school, I would go for my coffee and i'm like where is all of her coffee going i'm so confused matt what and he he kept thinking i was drinking all the coffee and i and no turns out it's holden drinking all our coffee oh, i'm not Sorry. ready for that i yet. got us sidetracked and no it's fine that's that's a that's a level of parenthood i haven't reached yet so it is different although it is nice when they like get themselves up and like ready and out the door Ooh. and they can go to dollar general it, it, for yeah them. like if you're like we're out of <gasps> yeah. milk go to dollar general it's that's nice what's your favorite book so I don't really have a favorite book. Um, Default to the, the Bible there. So Yeah, the Bible. <laughs> I mean, honestly, probably. I mean, I really like, I, I'm a sucker for a love story. So I love Nicholas Sparks. Mm-hmm. So okay. really anything Nicholas Sparks, I'm a sap for a romance novel. So have you ever met anyone famous? So I was thinking, so I have like three completely random people. So my very first concert was Paula Abdul and I actually got to meet her because it was when I was sick and so my aunt knew her manager somehow and we got to have like a 30 minute meet and greet and um that's nice yeah my dad enjoyed it more than I did I think (laughs) but um yeah um but I still have like my signed tap shoes from her and my posters and she was a really cool person um I've actually thought about reaching out to her on Instagram because she has a really cool Instagram by the way I've met Arsenio Hall because I was actually on his show a few years ago random I was in LA and my mom and I went on his show and yeah can can we find that on YouTube or anything (laughs) probably (laughs) I don't know (laughs) they like pulled me from the audience and asked me some really awkward questions and there was a comedian on it i don't know if you do jb smooth is he's on a bunch of different like you would know who he was if you saw him but i'm gonna find this clip now he was (laughs) yeah so he was interviewing me about like things in the workplace and they gave me the answer so i had to say what they gave me so they were really awkward (laughs) so but i did it just because it was like you know bucket list i got to be on a tv show so that was fun and i don't know if you know who the journalist linda ellerby Mm -hmm. she ran a show yeah yeah Incorporated, yeah, is that what it was? What yeah, it was? something yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> it's a kids' news show on like PBS or something. Yes, so I met her in high school. She is a cancer survivor as well, so we connected. She was actually in Muncie, and I got to sit down and talk with her. And had told her I was interested in journalism, and so we got to it was really cool. She was probably one of my favorite people to meet. Very neat, very neat lady. That's so. cool. You've had some cool experiences, yeah. That's yeah. Pretty neat. Just some random. What's your guilty pleasure? Ice cream is my favorite, like, what flavor? Anything. anything but my very favorite like if I had to choose like one would be you know the homemade brand you just buy at Meyer. Mm-hmm. it's called homemade cherry cordial is probably like I could eat the entire carton of ice cream um while watching the bachelor so okay. yeah <laughs> so I keep that undercover not a lot of people know after a long day and eat ice cream and watch the bachelor What's your favorite movie? Father of the Bride. Oh, that is so good. It's my that favorite one. movie. Like my, I like I, I love Martin Short and he's hilarious mm-hmm. in that movie. And yeah, it's, it's my favorite movie. That's such a girly movie to it's love. It's a little romantic comedy for me because that's not my thing, but it is really funny. Yeah. yeah. Father of the Bride part two is good too. It is. What's your hidden talent? I can usually listen to a song maybe like two or three times and know all the lyrics. Okay, because I, you memorize lyrics. Yes. My son is the same way. It's weird. We're music people. Like, we love music. I can also pretty much turn anything into a song, like, at work. Um, our office, 
we are not musically inclined, but we like to believe we are <laughs> at Thrive. And so we will something like somebody will say something and we turn it into a song and sometimes a dance if you're lucky. Awesome. So yeah. I don't know if that's a hidden talent, but I like to believe it is. Do you sing in the shower? No, because I'm never alone because I always have a four-year-old or somebody telling me they need juice (laughs) or um, their baseball pants aren't cleaned or so no, because I don't have alone time in the shower (laughs) ever because somebody's banging on the door, mom, mom, while my husband's in the front room watching TV. Zeus does the same thing to me. I'm like, your father is here. Go Mm -hmm. talk to him. Yeah. Right. No, mom, you get juice way better. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars or Star Trek? I've literally never watched either one of them. Good Good answer. Never. And I was Uh, cracking up at this because I was like, I don't want to be like, they're going to think I'm not cool when I answer this question. I have never watched Star Trek or Star Wars and I have not even like any inkling to want to watch them to be real honest with you i've only seen them under duress because my family makes me um so i'm i'm in the same camp neither i mean father the bride matt come on yeah i'm gonna say if you like that you probably don't like those two yeah (laughs) i know dirty dancing okay pretty woman that's my that's my level right there what do you think of ghost then i do love ghost okay yes (laughs) patrick swayze He's good, but I'm like, this whole premise of this movie is ridiculous, but that's okay. It kind of is ridiculous, but that's (laughs) why you- Whoopi Goldberg in it, come on. It was all ridiculous, (laughs) but I did not see it growing up because I lived under a under a rock yeah. so i didn't see it till i was a grown-up yeah and then when you're looking at it, you're like okay this is yeah so silly, but yeah it is so. silly but that's why you just watch it in a movie and that's true go back to the Suspend real world your disbelief for that's a while. right yeah what's your most used emoji on your phone heart because i <laughs> no i must love everything because i literally put a heart <laughs> after <laughs> everything yeah like i use the heart all the time or the like girl with the hand over her face mm-hmm. you know like Duh. smacking your face like or, oh my gosh yeah yeah because yeah. it's usually i'm telling somebody something my kid did or whatever <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh so i'm using that lady i don't know what she's called but that's what i call her i think that's a good one yeah excellent well thank you so much for being our guest today yeah thank you for having me it's been fun awesome well thanks yeah. for stopping by the farmhouse absolutely bye bye We're also brought to you today by Mr. Bid Auctions. Find out more at MrBidAuctions.com. Now here at the Gone Boss Podcast, we think that Mr. Bid Auctions is pretty great. I use it myself. Yep. And even before they started sponsoring, we... I used them before they sponsored. Absolutely. I have not used them since they've been a sponsor. <laughs> but true. I am going to... Uh, in the future oh yes absolutely yes so but we think they're pretty great but we thought we would hear what other people have to say about mr bid auctions so i went to facebook and i looked at their public reviews and here are some people and what they have to say about working with mr bid auctions well don says very easy to deal with the real deal the real deal Deborah says, we would like to thank all of the gentlemen at the auction. They were always helpful and professional, and I have received many useful items. Keep up the good work. Now, we should mention MrBidAuctions.com is not only an online auction house. Mm-hmm. It's a real person auction house, right? Yeah, he can and come and like... that's what Deborah's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he there. can come and like do your auction if you have like an estate auction or whatever you need to do. So from Jim, I've bought several items from Troy, and it's always a pleasure to do business with him and those at MrBidAuctions. 
And Sherry says, great place, exclamation marks. New things weekly to bid on. They're great, they're fabulous, they're wonderful. And they have a special offer for Gone Boss listeners. If you are a first-time bidder, you'll pay no buyer premium on your first auction. That's an 18% savings. It is, yes. Holy cow. So all you have to do is when you register, go and add Gone Boss number one, Gone Boss number sign or hashtag if you're young and cool, number one. In the note to the auctioneer and the for the credit card is processed, the buyer premium will be removed. See what's new this week at MrBidAuctions.com. You're a winner with, with Mr. Mr. Bid. Bid. So are you an extrovert or an introvert? I think I'm an introvert, but I really kind of go both ways. You know, when nobody's around me, I'm an introvert. Me too. <laughs> I <laughs> are you, aren't all everybody an introvert when no one's around them i don't know <laughs> but anyway you've got a list in front of you i do what's it's on a, that list is a list of seven things that don't make sense to introverts seven things that don't make sense to yes. an introvert yeah okay so number one when someone thinks that being alone is boring they don't understand that yeah like introverts i know are people like, like this they are crazy that don't like to be alone yes oh i like to be alone i call them codependent people well that too sometimes and but they're all great no ah, stop it that's not nice husband <laughs> no there are some people that that just cannot deal with not having people around yeah and, and this quarantine has really hit them hard really hit them hard while i do like to see people yeah oh being alone i'm fine with that i get a little bit of energy from seeing people but yeah i do have to go away at some point I, and say i'm done with the crowd yeah i get energy i get my energy and stuff from being alone so i can go back out and deal with people. Oh, okay. I think. That's why we get along so well. Indeed. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me over there, husband. <laughs> All right, number two, marathon talkers. People who talk and talk and talk and talk and don't stop. Oh, my gosh. I know so many of those people. <laughs> Our daughter is one of those people. <laughs> Sometimes I look at her, I'm like, I love you, but my ears need a break. I have nothing positive to say about people who won't let other people talk or invite them into the conversation. I just want to strangle those people. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to like, I have things to talk about. I am an engaging person and I can talk to people. But people who just talk and talk and talk and talk and don't let you like get a word in edgewise, people. If that is you, take heed. <laughs> yes. Take a Identify breath every yourself. once in a while. <laughs> Make some changes. Let in the introverts life. get into the conversation. Ask a question, for gosh sakes. That's yeah. all it takes. Ask another person a so question. So tell me about your about your life. That's not that hard. We do do this for a living. <laughs> Popularity. So people who are like like super popular and it like means everything in the world well, to them. Well, they're too busy talking a lot. So. Well, that's true. An introvert. They're not the popular ones? Is well, that what you're trying be, to say? Just because you're an introvert doesn't mean you can't have friends or be well-liked. But it means like if you're an introvert, you're not necessarily obsessed with being popular or having a bunch of friends or being the prom queen or whatever. Those kinds of things. Maybe I'm too much of an introvert. But yeah, I don't go around and say, ooh, I should work on my popularity today. Yeah. like, And I have like friends, but like three friends maybe. <laughs> not a this million. This conversation sounds like it should happen in junior high. I'm just saying. Well, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, this article that I was reading on introvertdeer.com. She says, "Growing up, I noticed a difference between all my extrovert friends and me. They all seem very concerned about how other people perceive them. They spend late nights trying to think of who was cool and who wasn't and all the cool things they could buy uh so they could be popular and cool and liked by everybody." 
Like I said, that's junior high. That's okay. when you do that thing. Okay. I bet there are some adults that do that. You think? Right? Probably. I figure by the time you get 40, you don't give a well anymore. That's true. <laughs> I have turned 40 and I have run out of cares to give. There you go. <laughs> Number four, things that pe- that don't make sense to introverts. Calling instead of texting. Oh, now there we go. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. What's <laughs> happening tonight? We have to have a Zoom call with your parents because I couldn't stand them texting. They have a family situation. It's sad and everything, but but they're texting back and forth. Her, her sister, her dad. And, and Matt's finally like, I'm you? like, just, just pick up the phone have and talk called, to them. Have you called him? You are not getting the full picture, the full story from, you know, a few characters on a screen. You've got to get the voice, the... Is he sad? Is he happy? What What's going on? Well, I imagine he's not happy. Not in this particular situation, <laughs> but I am just saying you can get so much more from a phone call sometimes. Ugh. Now, I know the, the younger folks, they're like, no, I'd rather text, blah, blah, blah. I'd rather text. losing now on a, on a thing. I'm just telling you, it's like people, you, you, you need to interact with people. If you don't interact with people, what happens to you? You, you start to come up with crazy plans to bomb things. So you need... <laughs> People, you need interaction. No. Now, you sound like an old person. I'm just saying. Oh, you sound I'm, like I'm your grandpa. I, when is the last time I talked to any of my parents on the telephone? When I make you. When you make me. <laughs> I can't remember the last time. We we just all text. I text with my sister. I text with both of my parents. And there's so much miscommunication, and it takes so much longer than the five minutes on the phone no. where you get it all no. laid out and move on with As your life. an introvert, I never want to talk on the phone. I have spent many years as a receptionist or a front desk person who answers the phone and is the gatekeeper for information, and I do not like talking on the phone. So if you're a customer of mine, you can email me, you can text me. If you call me, I'll still talk to you, but I would prefer not to talk on the phone. <laughs> Number five, large parties, networking events, and loud restaurants. Oh my gosh, I love them all. Oh, no, I don't like any of those. <laughs> loud restaurants is a new phenomenon, really. I have become an old person, and I cannot hear when there are, when it's a loud restaurant. Over the past 10 to 15 years, the people who create those spaces for restaurants have done it in a way that they do it makes on... it louder on purpose. Right, because you're not going to stay as long, because you're like, I can't hear anything. Let's go outside, because I'm 100. For introverts who are just like, I want to sit and be quiet and have a conversation and hear the person across from me. Ugh, no thank you. Lar- big parties? I don't like big parties. There's too many people. It freaks me out. Even before COVID, I don't like it. Oh, uh, I I was not a networker until around 2003-4. I got into uh, BNI at that mm-hmm. point and really learned about networking, how to do it, how to slip in, stuff like that. Since that time, I've enjoyed it. I've loved it. I've increased my um, acquaintance base by... Hundreds of thousands of people. Hundreds of thousands of people? Hundreds of thousands of okay. people. So if you need some uh, tips or advice, come talk to me. That's true. I'll, you are uh, a good networker. And I started networking in 2006. Both of us, very introverted before we started networking right. here in town. And practicing and getting better at it. And I do, I like it. I, during this COVID when we haven't had it, I was kind of like, oh, I miss seeing people. But I like to go, network, do my thing. And then go back to somewhere where it's quiet. It's hard to go from event to event to event. That makes me tired. I can't handle it. Number six, reveling in the spotlight. Introverts don't like to do that. 
Yeah, I'm very humble. I'm Midwestern humble. Well, yeah. People say, you know, oh, you're a great Your photographer. Your photography you're is great so great. Whatever. Your websites are amazing. But I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm, that's what I do. Let's Not go me. On. See, I do like to be in the spotlight, but do only you? on stage. Oh, yes. Yes. So. <laughs> Look at me. I will sing. I'm not going to dance because I'm terrible at dancing. Um, but even though. But you get some energy. From I that. get some energy from that. But even on stage and when I was growing up, like I never wanted to be like the. The lead. I never wanted to be like Beyonce. I wanted to be like her background singer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think that says something about my personality. I could just see you being Beyonce's okay, background singer Beyonce's on tour. Background singer. Wow. Because they have to know how to dance too, and I can't do that. But I could, I could be the little person standing at the microphone singing and doing the white girl shuffle. I can do that. There you go. All right, number seven, last one: socializing just to pass time. Oh, people do that. Yeah, oh. apparently ex- extroverts I guess, do that. I guess I could see. Yes. Like, I, just I, making small talk? Me? No, no. That would not be something I choose to do all the time or anything like that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know people that would love to do that. Now. Oh, I know. And uh, they move from table to table at the bars and, uh, and the restaurants. And, you know, it's their thing. Yeah. Let them have it. We're going to go to parties. We're going to say hi. We're just going to make small talk and chit-chat all night. And I don't like that. Now we need some. Uh, we we need to provide some tips sometime of how to get out of situations like that. Meaning you've got the run-on talker who won't shut up so you can eat your food. I need some some tips and and tricks to get out of those situations. Get rid of that person so I can get food in my mouth. You know, here's one tip, and it relates back to our last podcast. Yeah. Tell someone you have explosive diarrhea, and they will ask no questions, and you can leave. <laughs> More poop talk with Angie. You thought you got away and done with it, but you didn't. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or you can find us on Facebook just by searching goneboss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Mr. Bit Auctions. Find out more about them on MrBitAuctions.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone Boss. Boss.